Hello, and welcome back to our podcast, a fanfic of a fanfic that itself is a synthesis between Fallout, the Poppy, and everybody post Wasteland, and my pony, a popular show about pastel horses. Hi, I'm Fi, and you're once again with our co-host, Weird. Say hello, Weird. Yes, welcome once again to the Radioactive Horse Reading Club. That's true. I sure uh, picked an opening that had so many plosives, and I'm not the best at enunciating, so... This has just been a 156-episode exercise of me going... So for, like, the stint where Weird was doing the openings, I guess. And just getting worse at it every time. <laughs> it's really hard. I can see why... <laughs> I see why some people just, like, record their uh, openings and then just kind of, you know... do. It I mean, my that. problem was that I just got bored with it, because that's how my, like little gobliny or in, in within the fiction of the podcast <laughs> sapient jukebox <laughs> um uh, i i i i just couldn't handle doing the, the same one over and over again and so i it began devolving um but anyway we we do have a we've read a chapter of radioactive horses this week haven't we yeah it's a cool one uh shit gets done this week like a lot of it yeah um, so yeah, if you're, if we remember correctly, last week, uh, a building fell on top of, uh, Hired Gun, uh, uh, Hired Gun was, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I was, uh, uh, mixing up the end of last uh, week's chapter with the beginning of this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, a building fell on, uh, Hired Gun, uh, they survived, uh, in part, uh, because, um, Platinum Hayes uh, uh, burned herself out trying her uh, damnedest to shield. Uh, and so now we open up with um, Serenity, like, prancing nervously around, like, in, in orbit <laughs> around our heroine. As as Sisyphus uh, pushes the boulder. <laughs> as, <laughs> as, as she does, like, the heroic thousand-mile walk. Uh, yeah. Like, she, she's... She is half dead and carrying an extremely large horse who is unconscious. And then a, a normal sized unconscious horse um, and on her back. Uh, I, I also along with is, all the sins of the world. This is uh, chapter 34, Silver Alone. I uh, just wanted to get that one out there because it's we're, we're, like, I did like the oh, name of this chapter quite a bit. And this scene is like, like it's radical because it's like paradoxically okay so we know for a fact that the, all of the casinos are like across the street from each other so it actually isn't that long of a walk but at the same time it's the longest walk in the goddamn world <laughs> uh like i i like the 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 attention to detail of like she's like wobbles every time she has to like stop like as if it's just gonna like that's gonna be it for her I Look, I'll, I can't suddenly the uh, unbidden into my brain sprung the image of like a um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in his in his peak buff Jesus carrying two crosses, <laughs> God. bleeding from the lash. <laughs> yeah, that this is our horse, everybody. Um. But yeah, I love I love how to add a gas like 
like like Silverstorm is through this whole chapter. Like she is just done. She is beyond done. <laughs> she she's the most on fumes we've seen yet. Um, and, and it's an, an impressive feat given how how yeah. wasted, <laughs> how laid out she's been up to this point at yeah. various points. Um, but she keeps she keeps on trucking, keeps yeah. on horsing. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and, and so all she can think to do is, uh, is, is try and get them to the, uh, uh, cyborg gang's home base, even yeah, though the, the she's black been, salamander. Yeah. the the black salamander, even though she, she is aware, she, she has been made aware that it's been wiped out, uh, and yeah. supposedly house killed. Uh, yeah. but it's the only thing she can think of with, <laughs> with what brain power is available, remains available to her. Yeah. And also, it's, it's very close, which is mm. another very important factor. Yeah, again, kind of across the street. So, but but yeah, Serenity is 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 making concerned orbits around Silver Gun, yeah. uh, like insisting maybe maybe you should not. No, I can <laughs> I gotta go. get a... no. <laughs> um. <clears throat> And uh, yeah, uh, at 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 minimum, the, the streets are full of uh, fallout, and uh, the the black salamander is uh, insulated mm-hmm. um, for all the bullet holes that it might be riddled with. It's more insulated than anything else. Uh, she 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 finally gets them there and deposits them. I can't remember in a booth, in a ticket booth. Yeah, it's like the closest thing they have to a safe area. Because the the thing is like. Th- it's like mostly deserted too, and it's like a burnt. Like there's a lot of bodies everywhere still. She doesn't want to think about. Uh, she she refuses to look at them so that she doesn't uh, wind up seeing Pearly in among them because uh, that was her last known location. Yeah. Oh, scary. So yeah, uh, sweetie, I'm gonna need you to look after these <laughs> these unconscious horses. Yeah, they're just sleeping. Uh, platinum is 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 just uh out is 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 just unconscious whereas uh uh flair shows some signs of being tragically horrifically conscious yes He's, he he keeps seeming to try to say things but it just comes out yeah. a series of vowels um and i've been there <laughs> Um, like, I can recall a couple occasions in my life where, like, I opened my mouth to, like, relay some important instructions about, <laughs> about this, uh, crisis moment, and the only thing that comes out is, ah! Um, um, but yeah, in, in, in case you've forgotten from last week, uh, Flares is missing one wing. Yes. He's down has, a wing. Has one fewer wings. That he um, does. Uh, and so we 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 begin. Uh, uh, Silver Gun begins making her way uh, upstairs, and one of the first things she finds is uh, what remains of the horse named Starscream. <laughs> his his name isn't explicitly mentioned, but it is. It could be no other. Uh, yeah, there is no other cybered up uh, wing horse uh, such as Starscream. And I actually like. I was a, more upset about this than I was expecting because I liked like Starscream. He was great. I, I also like contrary to his namesake, he he went down fighting. Like yeah, 
He went down fighting. Well, I know. I, I don't know. I, I liked. I liked his vibe. Like the this like perpetually stoned cybernetic weirdo uh, <laughs> who was like really really proud of being like a robot, even um, though it was agony. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> May the voice of angels sing me to thy rest. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he he beefed it, um, uh, uh, and yeah, the uh, managed to to make it all the way uh, to the top floor. Yeah, uh, whereupon, of all things, she's <laughs> like, "Please be alive somehow. <laughs> You're an old bastard, can't die, please." And House is there, sneering at her, though he's not gesturing <laughs> or, yeah. or, or moving from a, a <laughs> static location or talking like a 1950s disney guy <laughs> um. um and so silver gun says cut the shit whoever yeah. you are um actually like kind of like i didn't even think about the, the knock-on effect that this had but um uh part of the reason why the black sand elementor like fell like it did was because like House, like, sent a bunch of ponies onto an expedition to the mountains, and, like, oh, that's yeah. why they got butchered so hard. Um, and, and so, like, the, the first accusation is, like, uh, when she comes to the door is, traitor. Yes. You betrayed us. Um, and it's a, it's an awkward conversation because, uh, when um wishing star uh the the it, it absurdly overpowered cyborg we met uh, much earlier uh, yeah, the, who could, like who could like turn invisible and shapeshift and shit um made a weird space age super cybernetics um is very cordial in spite <laughs> you have betrayed yeah. us you 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 lured uh, the the bulk of our forces on what I can only assume is some wild goose chase. However, this does not mean mission. that we can make <laughs> we can't make an accord. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's one of those things where it's like I also think that like w- like Wishing Star, while being very very committed to, uh, well, I mean I think it's actually because he's so committed to House, honestly, because we learn like right away that House is also like didn't die, he's been captured, um. I love the line, the mob lynched him, but ghouls are hard to kill. That fucking <laughs> rules. I I fucking love it. You killed me, but it didn't stick. Okay, I I just sort of imagine like the, the like the, 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 the sort of riotous cheers and the like, you know, jeering and uh, uh celebration for the first minute <laughs> he was hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I just kept going on, like he just kept making gurgling sounds and <laughs> and squirming. <laughs> um, till it got awkward, and they finally cut him down and tried to figure out what else yeah, to do. <laughs> everyone's rubbing their back of the head and kicking rocks and making coughing noises. All right, we've had our fun. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, uh, 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 Wishing Star, you know, uh, pretty much immediately agrees, you know, all right, I'll, I'll cooperate 
with your needs um as long as you <laughs> take on the mission of 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 you're a bad enough horse to save the president <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's been cuz he's been captured in an enclave raptor I already know your situation with your your two idiot friends. <laughs> the security cameras are still live, <laughs> in spite of it all. Mm-hmm. There's uh, medical supplies on the second floor. Don't expect anything from me. I am not a doctor. <laughs> so with that, uh, Silvergun makes her way back down, and you know, on her way back down, uh, she takes a hit of Medex to <laughs> just just Calm to, her down, just to just to ease off some of it. Um. And uh, in in her uh, uh, adrenaline and medex haze, uh, she she comes back across Starscream's corpse and goes, "Well, he doesn't need these robot wings." Yep, and then flips out the hoof blade. <laughs> she feels um, real bad about it, but <laughs> yeah, it does not I do stop her from the grim work. I do like the end of the paragraph, which is like, maybe it was the medics thinking, but something had to be done. Um, but yeah, she comes back to her friends, and they're, like, conscious. Um, well, uh, uh, Platinum is. Yeah. Um, they, they have an uh, awkward conversation about the uh, plat- one of Platinum's wings got uh, very badly broken. And then the radiation was helpfully rehealed it in a mm-hmm. in the wrong position. Yeah, so they're gonna have to do one of those breaky jobs. Uh, but Platinum is reluctant to, <laughs> to 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 have one of those break. Like she's she is she is for the time being holding out on a, a stubborn insistence. I was never that good a flyer anyway. <laughs> but uh, a, a short way into the chapter, she does admit that it is like continuously painful so something will eventually have to be done about it mm-hmm. um uh found like you know uh, most of the stuff has been uh stripped but you know there's there's uh still medical stuff on the second floor please help me get flare up there um serenity is excited about the um uh, wing installations, but Platinum points out that, like, maybe you should double-check and get his consent before you install one of the robot wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not everybody is is, is okay with that. Um, and Silvergun is thrown through the loop twice, uh, because, like, of all the horses to, to make this argument, <laughs> it's unexpected of her. And moreover, it, she she's a little thrown that it didn't hurt, occur to her that like somebody would object to having <laughs> chrome implanted in them because yeah. everybody else seems pretty okay with <laughs> shoving metal and new metal new pieces of metal in her. So. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, they agree. Let's let's stabilize Flare and then ask him, Serenity. Of course, uh, asks, if Flair doesn't want him, can I have him? No. But Why not? you're you're still bait. <laughs> you'll because you'll have to be constantly refitted. You're you're still you're still growing. You I love tiny how they baby. <laughs> they have this conversation so often. It's like having to be like, well, we gotta buy you new clothes. <laughs> 
So you just wait till you're older so that we can <laughs> give you cool cyber wings. <laughs> if you uh, still want them when you're 21. Um, but yeah, we, 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 we drag him up, um, get him stabilized and have a very awkward conversation. Yeah. Um, uh, Flair being the jackass he is like when, you know, proposed like, so you want me to be a freak? <laughs> Some kind of fake. Oh, I'm, um, <laughs> yeah. President company, not, a, not, uh, not, a, not counted, obviously. Um, uh, by the way, everything that's bad that's happened to you is, uh, in insignificant part my fault. <laughs> I think I should come clean about that now. <laughs> mm-hmm. The, the reason you found me in amongst the, the, the rebels is, uh, uh, look, they, they don't, they don't super appreciate, uh, gays in the, uh, hoofed often. Uh, in the first place, and it's even worse that I've never slept with with with, with another wing horse. <laughs> I I feel uh, like they're a lot more mad about that than him being gay. To be honest, yeah, that's that's the general implication. Like, if that's you're the gonna first be thing gay, be bird horse gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very like it's it Roman. It's only gay if you bottom like <laughs> energy to me. Um. Our, our winged stallion's not good enough for you. Uh. <laughs> uh, but but his his constant association and uh, vile empathy uh, for ground dwellers <laughs> uh, has apparently marked him as a as a perpetual outsider. Um, and he was only given station so that he you know as as encouragement to to be a spy, so mm-hmm. that no one would else have to dirty themselves. But. <laughs> conversing uh routinely with these dirt walkers yeah um and uh and so yeah uh once uh uh once for all intents and purposes uh silver gun seemed to be out of the picture like they they reassigned him to like yeah go go intermingle among the <laughs> the the dirt rebels mm-hmm. um and yeah, he he confesses that uh, the the enclave has been in cahoots with the Watchers all along. Go figure. <laughs> the the, the Hoofwaffen would be evil. Also, this is one of those reveals that like really, really makes me hate Flair. Like more yes. than I did before. <laughs> that like he's such a bootlicker that he like the moment he like got reassigned, like he got, he just he just did, doesn't think about any of this shit. Like he doesn't question any of his fucking orders, even a little bit. The fact that he's that he's a known entity for having like, d- dirt sympathy is like but not enough, obviously, to not fucking immediately come crawling back to these dipshits the moment they need him for anything else. Um, it's, it's insufferable. Uh, I, like Christ, man. This character um, has absolutely no backbone, and it sucks. He's he's ultimately sold on uh, accepting the the Robo Wing, uh, on the premise of yeah. Um, so in light of everything you've just said to me, what are you? You're still chasing their approval? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <all> right. <laughs> yeah. You, you make a good point. 
Um, and yeah, this is a silver gun is able to like, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, close friends spy on me all the time. <laughs> yeah. All my friends suck. What's 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 a few betrayals between? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> close acquaintances. Uh, we also get like the plan today, which is, uh. I need to take out that fucking mega spell chamber so that we don't get any more, like, living bombs made. Even though we have absolutely no idea how many have been made so far. It could be dozens by this point. But it's um, always better that there there aren't yet more. Oh, for sure. It's just, yeah. that's an alarming thing to think about, though. Yeah. Uh, that literally any character at this point who has cybernetics could be a bomb. Um, outside of the Black Salamander ones. Um... And that actually isn't that many people at this point. Like, Starscream's dead. Wishing oh. Star's still alive. A any number of the Black Salamander ones might be, too, because they, they had a spy in their midst. Like That's they... fair, too. Yeah, because tight lips, yeah. Um, I didn't think about that. But yeah, so who knows? It could be literally anybody. It could be everybody. <laughs> it could, you be could be you, a... listener. <laughs> it could even be you. Have you had an uncomfortable itching <laughs> Use this magic in your proximity. <laughs> Quickly, pull out a tarot deck. Yeah. <laughs> just just flip a few cards. <laughs> Ask questions, <laughs> flip a few cards. Do you itch? You may be <laughs> a micro a micronuclear device. <laughs> and you might be entitled to compensation. <laughs> uh. I'm Horace Jackson. I'm gonna represent you. <laughs> As you or anybody you know been subjected to painful mega spell uh, technology, you might be entitled to compensation. Uh, call five five eight cash now. Um, Christ. Um, but yeah, uh, she takes a sort of jaunty walk over to the other casino. Uh, the, the, the Clips and Claps casino because she needs to go talk to Walkirk because she's like alright if I'm going to do this I'm going to need like an army to siege this mega spell uh, oh, facility before thing. she heads off there she she does uh, talk with uh, uh, Platinum and asks incidentally do you, do you think you could cast a spell that would nullify some sort of hypothetical nightmare orb <laughs> beneath the city and Platinum said, I could, I could make a magical device that could dampen it, but that's about the best I can do. Fine with me. <laughs> Good enough. Oh, also, that's the, the, the horrific implication that the Watchers set up a, a, like, a suicide-inducing nightmare orb to protect their their atrocity chamber. Yes. <clears throat> well, they just it was they happen to have one, so you know, <laughs> might as well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I just hate to see a nightmare orb go to waste. I I do kind of love that. Like, while the Watchers have like not done anything we have like outwardly seen, it's kind of like pushing all the shit together. And it's like, oh, they're just the worst. <laughs> They're the evilest. Holy shit. They got nightmare orbs and living bomb people. Uh, they made the Joker, which is the grievous of all sins as far as I'm concerned. 
Making all <laughs> the mother of all omelets here, Jack. <laughs> we recently watched through a, a Revengeance playthrough, so our brains are ruined by the senator. Um, but uh, but I do love this sequence because she like you know kind of like walks up to the the, the clips and clops, and there's a couple of guards there uh, who are like you know shakily holding guns at her it's like don't come here Never, everything's already been looted out of the casino <laughs> go away <laughs> and like higher guns just like a hundred and fucking fifty percent done with all this shit just just go just leave me alone like just completely stone walls through them um uh she she is beyond the pe- the the <laughs> she is beyond being threatened right now She's a mare on a mission. And she does this like a couple of times this chapter, and it's great every time. Uh, but uh she just basically says, like, well, if you got if <laughs> you just just go to the Black Salamer Casino, it's the safest place that they can, we can get right now. Um you still there? Yep. Okay, just making sure. Uh, just quiet for a second. I thought the audio might have cut out. Um, but yeah, she nips into the into the casino. Uh, I, I do like the line, do I look like I need medicine? Because they kept saying you can't have any medicine. It's like, well, you do have a lot of blood on you. And you're limping. And your eyes are oddly dilated. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she bumps back into, into Walkirk. And she's like... Hey, you fucked up everything. Because I really enjoy how much they keep kicking, <laughs> kicking Walker while he's down. It's very funny every time. <laughs> um, but they, uh, uh, like she basically she broke it. She wants to broker a deal with Walker. Uh, and there's kind of like a weird like thing about this where she's talking about how like this isn't even really Walker. It's like a terrifying of Walkirk. Yeah, it's like an imperfect uh, mechanical uh, recreation of Walkirk, um, who's just kind of going through the motions. Uh, uh, and basically, like, you have a minute. All right, give me the ponatrons. Uh, what? Yeah, give me the ponatrons. I, I, I need them. Um, there is a mega spell chamber under the city. I need to destroy them. Um, uh, and I do love that she, like, turns back his dumb, like, you have a minute to decide. Or he starts, like, pestering her for questions. Like, ah, 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 you have one minute to decide. <laughs> um, I love how I love how our idiot horse forgot to be dumb. <laughs> She's great. Um, for a while. It's, it's, she is at her best when, when that is the case. Yeah. Well, she's she's at her best when she's not, like, filled with crippling negative self-talk. And given how a bunch of ghosts gave her, like, a pep talk a couple chapters ago, <laughs> I think that might have actually really helped her mental health. Um. <laughs> Thank you, flaming ghost horse. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, basically gave her a button on their pep buck that's like, yep, you can, you can lead them... Uh, 
to whatever insane shit you're doing. Uh, and I think this is part of her plan that she's going to, like, subvert Walkirk's control and hand these to... Because uh, part of the plan last chapter was, like, she was going to give the finishers uh, the Ponotron somehow. And I guess this is a part of it. So she's simultaneously solving a problem Walkirk needs to get done and also stealing from him, which is pretty sly. So she... Make, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then yeah. then we, we set off back into the the, the horror tunnels. <laughs> There's a part where she, like, gets into a gunfight with somebody. Uh, or no, she stabs them, and she's like, I ignored all the major arteries, I think. <laughs> um... <laughs> Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe when I pull this blade out, she'll bleed out. Um, but luckily, you're in a watcher base. It's full of medical supplies, so you know, deal with it. Then we get like an evil the showdown with the evil leader of the the the, the watchers, uh, clean cut. Who is that doctor from forever ago? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was like the first doctor to ever actually like look at her, and it was like. I don't know. It it's so weird that like his shitty bedside manner ended up being kind of like a hint towards like the watchers being which, bad people. Which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty incredible. Like as especially after like after we sort of bristled at him for reminding us too much of PH. Yeah. But in this case, oh no, he is in fact a supervillain. Like yeah. <laughs> this is not a way that anyone should expect a doctor <laughs> to behave. Yeah, we they wanted we wanted a doctor. We got Doctor Doom. That's I, what I also appreciate that um, because uh, Silvergun was the prototype. That does explain why a minor, irritating character from the beginning of the story turned out to be the biggest deal. Yeah, because of course he would be the one to like, uh, like like he would have to be the one to 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 uh, carry out the procedure personally. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a prototype of their, you know, big, big project. It, you know, can't be, like, handed off to anybody else. So that's a pretty good justification for why. <laughs> yeah. Like, pretty much why all of this has been slotting into place. Um, but, you know, it's basically just a, like, it's a back and forth. It's very much a, like, you know, I, I, like... We get kind of like clean cuts, like insane villain rant type shit happening where it's the like, you know, we're just trying to save the city from itself. And he like equates it to like a metaphor about like a a a, 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 a girl that came in with like an injury um, that was like rotting. And so the only way to fix the infection was to cut the whole leg off um, and they didn't want to do it. But he just like did it anyways without their permission um and even admits it was a painful surgery and it was immoral to do without her mother's consent but you must see if i did not the child would die years later and i was taking my organization out of iglow and then a newly found city of dice that child came to me and begged me to let her join she saw what i did for her and and was worth it which is just fucking horrid (laughs) that is awful um i I, it's it's a, one of those things where it's like how to make me hate a character in like a single sentence, you know. Uh, uh, for her own good, I tortured her with painful surgery. But you see, she was grateful to me. 
Um, and thus shall it be with you all. Um, yeah, and tries to do the, like you know the classic you know you're not so different you and I, uh, type shit. Even like gives like a kind of insane thing where like because they get into the actual mega spell chamber and they talk about like how, what it takes to make a uh, bell fire. And it's like, yeah, we had to, like, learn necromancy to do that, which means we could bring your wife and daughter back from the dead, which is just, like, so ghoulish, yeah. so unbelievably ghoulish. And the thing I will say, if this was, like, higher gun from a few chapters ago, I totally buy her going along with this, to be honest. Like, she's had a substantial amount of, like, uh, actual character growth of this last little while, so that, like... It's totally like, you know, considers it for a second, but you know, thinks you got to move forwards. Yep. Uh, the, that's that's the whole thing. I, that's how you survive. I don't want that flaming ghost to be disappointed in me. <laughs> um, what would the flaming ghost say? <laughs> yeah, she'd be disappointed in me if I said I'd bring you back from the dead. Um. So you know cool as a cucumber she orders the the ponytrons to just blast the thing into bits um but yeah it's cool uh i liked it a lot like goddamn like i i don't know i i I feel like it's i I feel like it's hard to like state like why i like this chapter so much like i just i love just hired gun being done like it's always like my favorite thing where like i know i'm i'm sick of screwing around like I, i i'm i'm done with stupid deals with faction leaders and uh, assholes. I am just going to uh, uh, hold everyone I need to at gunpoint and just fix the fucking problem at she, this point. She, she finally has at long last seized agency for herself. Yeah, and it fucking rules. Which, which yeah, uh, compares strongly with the, like, opening, the, the, the beginning third of the story where she's, you know, just bouncing between, you know, People with their own agendas like a tennis ball. Yeah. Being, like, adamantly convinced that she's, like, not even the main character of her own story. That she's just some, like, trumped-up thug. And then she, you know, you hit the sort of the middle of it, and she's, like, convinced she can manipulate all the factions around each other. And then that just kind of goes tits up. Like, that literally blows up in her face. Uh, And now it's just about, like... You know, One objective at a time. Yeah. Get, just just move move forward a little bit. One step at a time. And it fucking rules. It's uh it's it's definitely where she's in her element, where she's just a bulldozer. Clear, concise objectives achieved with clear, concise action. Yes. Um It's the it's the <laughs> Finally, she is coming to her final form, a hammer in a world full of nails. Um, but goodness gracious, aren't there a lot of nails? <laughs> yeah. It's great. I love it. Um, it's, uh, it's, I don't know. It, it, like, I was so rocky on this story early on because it was like, it's like, oh, it's like, okay, but like, it's not perfect. And it's got like a lot of like missteps here, here and there. But I definitely think that. Higher Gun might actually legitimately be one of my favorite, like, FOE, like, protagonists. And that's, that is a fucking, that's a high, like, that goes on the high shelf 
um that go- that goes up on the fridge because uh, like there's a lot of competition for really good like characters in foe stuff it's just that like it's it's just a goddamn like uh, like it's you know hired gun fucking uh two kick rip from uh guys of chaos murky little pip obviously uh and uh and and just i'd go for Jesus. little pip's extended cast <laughs> yeah, of course, obviously. Uh Little Pip and Little Pip's friends. Uh <laughs> Little Pip and all the friends of Little Pip. Uh Yeah. I still don't like Flair. Like Flair still sucks yes. a lot. And uh Platinum Haze sucks, but in a way that I'm v- you're very supposed to kind of dislike her. Like she's a complicated character. And Serenity's just a beam of joy <laughs> like serenity like serenity is so like was like i was so expecting like another scotch tape where she's just like a morality pet and she is a morality pet but like written well she's she's got her own inner darkness she's someone who feels like she's actually been in the waste uh she has her own trauma that she has to work through uh she she's but and, she's still and, and a mad a pr- science angle like she yeah she, she isn't a ray of pure sunshine there's yes. there is there yes. is deep within her <laughs> a desire to put chrome in horses. Yes, hence she has. Hence she's been slowly cybering up her her doll. Scooterborg <laughs> is getting increasingly more Scooterborged over the time of the story. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's great. No, this 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 back half of this story has been just really fucking good. I, I was not expecting. I wasn't expecting the story to get good, like. Or, you know, to get good after the Joker exploded. Like, I was <laughs> terrified. That was our shark jump moment, you know? Because it, it's it's absurd. Like, it is absurd on its face. The The Joker shows up. He, he Joker-fies to death. It nukes the city. It kills Batman, my favorite character in the story. And Pinprick. But then it just gets really good. <laughs> like, it, it kind of, like... It just it, it streamlines everything. So now a higher gun just gets to be cool. Uh, she gets to do shit. It's great. Um, I'm so into it. Uh, so I can't but, can't wait to uh, see what happens next. Yeah, we and, only have like six or seven more chapters, eh? And I hope you feel the same, uh, listener. If you do, why don't you tell us <laughs> by by emailing? Uh, us at weirdingtonesq at gmail.com Our respective Twitters are at weirdingtone and at thouartfi. Please be cautioned that at thouartfi is incredibly not safe for work, and if you uh, use fi's (laughs) a horny Pokemon type meme, please Yeah, please credit credit them I worked very hard on it. It gets it gets spread on people's Facebooks all the time without crediting me, which is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> like, I wonder how many people's grandmas have like reposted that at them. Um, <laughs> Round Beach, that sounds adorable. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy milk. <laughs> Christ. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you just have to live in that world. Uh, onward from <laughs> sunshine and rainbows. <laughs>